We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you dear one, you lovely one. I'm so blessed and honored by your presence today in my life. And I start every day thanking you and sending you energetic healing hugs. And I'm just so, so, so grateful for our connection. So I love this quote from Wayne Dyer. It's never too late to have a happy childhood. And here's another one from George Burns. You can't help but to get older, but you don't have to get old. In a society that for the most part appears to revere youth, the desire to stay young is prevalent. And as human beings, it is inevitable that we will deal with time and aging. However, we can make personal choices about the relationship we want to have with time and how we want to grow and go about it. For me, I'm personally finding the older I get, the more I'm learning about myself and the more fun I'm having. I'm truly enjoying the journey. I feel I'm becoming the person I was always destined to be. And I'm confident the best is still yet to come. I'm here to have a conversation with one of my very dear friends that I've known for about 25 years to talk about aging, both for ourselves and those that we love, because it is an inevitable part of this human experience. We're here with Kelly O'Connor. Kelly is an elder care consultant and senior living advisor based in Denver, Colorado. Colorado. She's found her calling working in almost every area of the senior care field, including independent living, assisted living, memory care, skilled nursing, hospice, and home care. She started her agency in 2015, specializing in senior living placement and helping elders stay at home safely. As of 2019, she has supported more than 800 families nationwide. Today, as Senior Care Kelly, she joins the Hashtag end ageism movement to create a new positive image of elderhood in society. Kelly's a disruptive force urging the media, manufacturers, and senior living providers to recognize and celebrate elders for their achievements, contribution, and value. Kelly holds a master's degree in spiritual psychology and a professional advancement certification in gerontology. She's an award-winning certified senior advisor and certified placement and referral specialist. So Kelly, thank you for saying yes to a second show with me. We did one last week and I'm so happy to be doing another one again this week. Thank you so much for having me on, Tammy. We had so much to talk about last week, right? We had so much to talk about, so much more, and I'd love to have you on about six more shows, but just grateful you said yes to this one because I know you're a very, very, very busy girl. (laughs) Ah, well, it's certainly a joy to be here with you and get to share this time with you and um, all of your listeners. Yes. So I want to talk about taking personal responsibility for how we want to continue to explore and experience our adventures here on planet earth. You know, I was looking at some um, pictures of me, my portfolio of when I was in my twenties and I was like, wow, you know, I looked pretty good. I don't know. I don't think I really enjoyed being me that much then, but you know what? I am enjoying being me now much more than I did then. And um, I just feel so much more present and healthy and alive. And I like myself a lot more than I did back then. And something that occurred to me is that, um, Aging for ourselves doesn't have to look like anything we've seen before. We don't have to put ourselves in a box that's been created for us. We can do this however we want to do this. 
So what are your thoughts about that? I, my thoughts are you are exactly right. And I think <laughs> that um, over time we have created this uh, box. I call it the old lady box. And it's this viewpoint of old people. And we put them in this category. And a lot of us don't want to look at that. We want to put them away. We want them out of sight, out of mind, don't want to deal with the mm-hmm. um, you know, burdens of taking care of someone. And you know, there's all this negative languaging and negative attitudes towards elders. Of course, not all of us feel that way, but you just see it prevalent in society. And I had friends that were, um, um, they had uh, children and grandchildren that were going to school. This was last year and they were dressed as an old person day and everyone just was dressed so old and, and making fun of elders. And it's like, wait a minute, let's back this up a little bit. What, what is the opportunity to create a new viewpoint of what aging can look like in society? And that's what uh, myself and a lot of my colleagues are really in this end ageism movement. It's like, how do we truly celebrate elders for who they are in society and celebrate them in a way uh, that provides dignity, love, and respect that they deserve? Yes. And I want to continue to celebrate myself as well. You know, and I remember doing this when I was struggling, like, you know, part of me wanted to get married and part of me didn't. And I thought, well, I've never seen a marriage like what I would want. And then it occurred to, it occurred to me, it doesn't have to look like anything I've ever seen before. And I'm now applying that mindset to how I want to move into 50s, 60s, 70s, and beyond. I love something that Maya Angelou said. I think Oprah asked her, what's it like to be um, in your 80s? She goes, I would say, do it if you can. And it's especially fun when you're pretty cute as well. (laughs) And I just love, I love that woman for so many reasons, but she said that and I just busted up laughing. So I, I try to pay attention to role models, to those that have gone before me that are doing it in a way with style and grace, dignity and joy. And when I look at Maya Angelou and maybe Christy Brinkley and maybe Jane Fonda and you mush them all together, that's a role model that I'm inspired by. Oh, that sounds great. What a great combo. I'm inspired by that, too. (laughs) So I think look for those role models that inspire you and make you say, yes, this could be a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And they're out there. You know, I had a gal that was in her 90s and um, she was on five different boards and she held the secretary position where, you know, you've been on lots of boards before. And that's a very demanding position um, on a not for profit. Um, She had to take all the notes, keep all the archives um, for every one of their meetings. And she was the secretary for all five because no one could do it as well as she could. And so she just took control. And um, the other day I was passing by one of my uh, assisted livings and there was a gal and she was out on the corner with her political sign (laughs) and she was uh, uh, waving it away and very proud to pass the cars um, as they go by. And so those are the role models that I'm like, where, how can we look for relevance? And that's what we're all really looking for is to, to be relevant no matter what age we are and to also have meaning and purpose. And those are things that we actually have to surround ourselves with other people that are engaged in that same pursuit in order for us to stay vibrant um, and alive. Yes. And, and I love this 
thought or idea. I really believe the trick to aging gracefully is to be in our gratitude and really enjoy it, to enjoy being who we are as the unique aspects of the divine that we were created to be, to be like center stage in our own life. And I think when I look back, when I was younger and I suffered and I struggled so much, I gave too much power away to the out there and worried too much about what other people thought when they looked my direction. I've since shifted that perspective, got both feet in the center of my um, life and and have opened my heart and am really enjoying the experience and expression that I am. And each and every one of us is a really beautiful and unique expression of the divine. I think this is so vital to be able to claim for ourselves if we want to age gracefully and joyfully. And I was always uh, striving for career success, for business success. You know, I worked in the fashion business, which is a very competitive industry, as you know. Yes. And um, and I was trying to prove myself and, you know, make it to the top. It was all mm -hmm. about proving my worth and proving mm -hmm. my value that I had represented by a certain title, by a certain dollar amount and so forth. And that's when I really came to the realization I was standing, um, it was in a bathroom mirror at a personal development seminar that I'd paid a lot of money for. And I was standing there and I looked at myself and I just calculated the cost of my outfit. Now I still love fashion, so I won't, I, that, that will never leave me, but I just calculated the value of my of my outfit. And I just said, this isn't who I am. And it was this mm -hmm. moment of clarity where I had reached the top of my game professionally. I had all the things that you would ever want. I mean, I was there and I realized it wasn't who I was. It was just who I had created myself to be this persona. And that's when I really started on this quest because I realized I wanted to contribute to the world in a more meaningful way than I had been. And so that's where I started my pursuit, um, getting my master's in spiritual psychology. And I moved, I left Los Angeles and moved to Colorado. And I have a very different life here that I love tremendously and it fits me. And from here, I've been able to center myself and really be able to, um, find out who I am in the world without that striving and that proving and to really love and appreciate myself, that has, I think, kept me young mm -hmm. in so many ways. I went back to my um, 30th class reunion and um, there were a lot of people that hadn't aged as well, you know, not that we want to compare, but that had so much more difficulties mm -hmm. um, in their life and in their outlook. And I realized I'm so grateful that I was able to take a break from the life that I'd created to create the life that I really wanted to live, the life that I think I was supposed to live. And you and I've seen each other blossom over the years uh, similarly. Yeah, I think that that's true. And you bring up such a great point. And I remember somebody saying something to me when I was struggling so hard with my ambition and my career and trying to make my mark in the world, if you will. And um, she was commenting on my um, work ethic, which I was very proud of. I could work really, really, really hard. She goes, Tammy, what are you trying to prove and to who? And that stopped <laughs> me dead in my tracks because I was, I was trying to do a lot of proving. And it was to my father and my stepfather, to God and to myself that I had value. And, and I thought to myself, what if I just let that go? What about I have value just because I breathe, because I'm a being, not because of anything I do? That completely changed how I felt within myself and 
how I continued to to move forward on my path. And it's been so liberating. It's been so incredibly liberating. Surrender any pretense, surrendering any ego and settling into authenticity. And I think this happens for people sometimes, maybe not for everyone, but for a lot of people as we get older, we quit the pretending, we let go of the ego and we become more authentic. And I love this quote. I think it was Ron or Mary that that said this when we were in school together. The greatest gift you can offer the world is to be authentically yourself. It's it's the most important thing. And I love, um, you know, I work with, you know, my elders for sure. You know, I work with older adults, usually in their um, 80s and 90s, but I'm also working with their family. And we're finding so many more people are in their, you know, 40s and 50s that they're caring for their older loved ones. And the caregivers are ones that really have to look at the quality of their life as well, because I've had so many caregivers that go into some sort of crisis, um, whether it's a health crisis, um, a mental health crisis, a physical health crisis, and and really, um, really the self-care has never been more important and the learning to love ourselves and accept ourselves as whole and complete as we are today uh, is so important. And I just try to bring that um, everywhere I go, professionally and personally. Yes. I just love that so much. You have such a huge heart. You've always had a um, beautiful gift of joy about you that's infectious. And I love seeing you bringing it into some of the corners and some of the forefronts of um, the areas that I think that we need it the most. We need it the most. And um, you inspire me and in countless ways. And I'm just so grateful for your magical presence in my life. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Going to get me misty here. I'm, I'm oh, glad we're good. not, a, I, I'm glad no, we're on radio say, and not my, TV. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite things are the extremes of the human emotions from the tears <laughs> to the joy. So I, I, I feel blessed that that's, uh, provoking both of, both of those things for you. <laughs> but you bring up such a great point, self-care, self-care and soul self-care. I think these are, it's so vital to consider what, what feeds you, what nourishes you, what nurtures you, what uplifts you, and how do you replenish yourself on a soul level? To me, this is just trusting your joy, whatever that looks like. And it's getting out of your head and into your heart. What do you think about that? It, you're, you're right on. And it is so important when we look also at brain health and mm -hmm. uh, what stress does to brain health. And when we're in that constant fight or flight uh, mode, which, you know, life throws curveballs to us sometimes. And so how we are with, you know, in those moments mm -hmm. um, really, really will set the stage for what the future looks like. And I know I've been through so many tough times in my life and having to really reset that fight or flight and to realize that I'm safe, that I'm okay, that I'm loved, that I'm safe and protected um, along the way has been um, quite a journey. But it, there's such freedom that it offers uh, for us as we age, which is tremendously important. The spiritual work is really where it's at tremendously important. You know, I heard this really interesting and thought-provoking quote from uh, John O'Donohue last night. He said, stress is a perverted relationship with time. Ooh. So really what we want to do is to be more present, to call ourselves forward, to give us um, 
permission to relax into the present moment, not to be so in our heads and to do so much, but to give ourselves that reprieve, to be able to relax our awareness into our heart in the present moment. And I know for me, that's been such an important part of these this last chapter of my life. I've gotten myself in a lot of trouble because I've spread myself too thin. And I um, really don't want to do that anymore. Just to be more present, more curious, more open-hearted, to live in that state of wonder and connection to, to my soul and to the divine. You mentioned wonder. And I think that is a tremendous quality, that curiosity and engagement in life. And that's what I see in the people that I admire most who've aged well, is that they've they've kept that wonder and curiosity about life. Yeah, you have this quote, I think it was on your um, Senior Care Kelly Facebook page from Albert Einstein. Do not grow old, no matter how long you live, never cease to stand like curious children before the great mystery into which we were born. Yeah, beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, and the vision I get in my mind's eye as I read this quote is just to stand with open arms and an open heart and open eyes and to be very present for this this human experience because it's it's incredible. It's incredible, and I think we suffer when we close our hearts down and we close our eyes and we shut our minds down and, and want to live in it like a corner. I don't want to do that anymore. And I think in the past, maybe I did that. Maybe people do that to keep themselves safe, but that's not where our safety lies. Yeah. I've really been this past year, I've really been exploring the the concept of freedom mm. and it has really resonated as we've all stayed a little more isolated um, in our homes um, as mm -hmm. life has changed tremendously. What does it mean to have freedom mm -hmm. and what does it mean to be free? And you can see um, this is a concept. If you would have brought this to me 30 years ago, I would not have understood it. Um, but it, I really see a new freedom and new opportunity in my life from doing some of this internal work and to see people that are uh, free in their mind, free in their heart, free in their spirit, free in their generosity, mm -hmm. uh, free in their affections and compliments and engagement with other people. Uh, that really is beautiful. Those are the kind of people that I aspire to be. You bring up such a great point. And, and for me, definitely freedom was something that I wanted in my earlier life and didn't, didn't feel it. I didn't feel free. Um, but I think freedom is an internal quality as peace is. It's not out there. And, I, you know, this comes back to some of the, the um, teachings of our most conscious um, wisdom keepers. There is no out there. There is no out there. Buddha would say there is no out there. And, and Christ would say the kingdom of heaven is within. So as I've worked on cultivating the qualities of internal freedom and internal peace, my whole world has shifted. And what I perceive now out there is a reflection, I think, of the inner work that I've done with the I've got horses. I've got a lot of free time. I've got immense prosperity. And I don't think my life could have shown up in this way, or I know it couldn't have, if I hadn't cultivated those inner qualities of peace and freedom. 
And I was always into immediate gratification. So I, <laughs> I, I thought that if I meditated for a week, I was like, where are the goodies? Like, I want the results, right? And I didn't realize that this is part of the lifelong journey, that, that we invest in ourselves over time. And we, we get to see what those rewards are. Sometimes they're not immediate. Uh, sometimes they are in the future. And I'm so grateful for the time that I invested in my earlier life that I can also have the freedom that I have today as well. Ah, you make uh, a great point. And it's been it's been fun to witness your evolution. You were this corporate magic. You were like, you were the <laughs> hardest working, one of the hardest working people I'd ever seen. I had so much admiration and respect for you because it's like, I couldn't do that. I really wanted to do that. But I just wasn't wired like that. I was very, I think, envious of you and a little bit intimidated. Oh. But I think we all have our own um, unique shape that uh, we would do best to relax into rather than trying to compete or compare with anyone else because there is none. Um, I think the most important thing we can do, and this is what I hear the most when I meditate, is just to relax, to trust the process, to enjoy the journey. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And one of the biggest lessons that um, that I learned in the past, I would say five or six years, is that the universe is advocating for me mm -hmm. and for my highest and best. Always. And mm -hmm. I didn't really understand that. I'd heard it so many times. I'd probably even said it. But <laughs> to really know that that the universe is there supporting me in being me and that I have a unique contribution on the planet. Everyone does, not just me. Yes. And whether it's in their family, whether it's in their community, uh, whether it's in a business or whether it's on the world stage, it does not matter where where we are, but it is a unique special contribution that the universe wants us to be who we need to be. Uh, without us, the universe is lacking. It's missing who we are. And so that's our job is to really be able to show up uh, no matter where we are in the world, no matter what our circumstances are, and really be the best contribution that we can be as ourselves. And I think what you're saying is so accurate and so profound. You know, I think I suffered because I was trying to be a piece of the puzzle that I thought I needed to be for approval rather than relaxing into my authentic shape. And as I have relaxed into my authentic shape, I found the other pieces of the puzzle that fit seamlessly and easily and gracefully with me have shown up effortlessly. And um, I'm really seeing how all things have always been in service to me. And now that I'm relaxed and I truly believe it, and like you, it's taken time and it's gone through layers and evolutions to get me this place of understanding. I see how I was always loved and supported and how I am being loved and supported to, to being exactly who I am. And, and I think this can be true for every single one of us, but we have to open our minds to the possibility that this can be the case. And we have to open our hearts and our lives to, to the knowingness that this is indeed a truth with a capital T. Exactly. And then to create the opportunity for others to do the same. And that's what you have been doing for so many years. And I'm just so grateful to know you. And it's very mutual. You've always inspired me and you continue to do so. And uh, I know years ago when I was like, I want to be like Kelly. I want to be out there and I want to be this big, bold, you know, I want to make it, I want to make it happen. <laughs> and I, God said, knock it off, Tammy. Just be the living example. 
I was like, really? Is that it? <laughs> I thought I have to well, be the living example. <laughs> one of my favorite stories and favorite memories of our time together is when we had the puppets one weekend and we played with puppets the entire weekend. And I thought, this is the silliest thing I've ever done, but it is one of my most precious memories with you. <laughs> and that you showed me what play looked like. And I will uh -huh. always, always, always remember that. It is never, ever too late to have a happy childhood. I think it's what keeps us young to be in that space of joy and celebration and um, play. It's, it's, it's definitely part of my purpose, for sure. And I'm just so grateful you have found your purpose and place in the world. And I celebrate you and I honor you. And we have like music in 30 seconds, Kelly. So where can people find you and learn more about what you do? Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Kelly, Senior Care Kelly. You can find me all over social media and at SeniorCareKelly.com. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Tammy. This has been so fun. I love you with my entire heart and soul. And to my listeners and my friends, thank you for part being part of our family at Empower Radio and being my soul sibling. I thank you for allowing um, just our hearts to connect and to celebrate and to traverse this uh, sometimes bizarre human experience in a way that is can also be filled with grace, ease, magic, joy, play, and great love. So take good, gentle, loving, kind, compassionate, nurturing care of yourself. Go to my website, TammyBPhD.com. Be in touch with your questions, comments, download my free book, and let's uh, just continue to celebrate ourselves and each other. God bless you. Onward and upward. Onward and upward.